0: so we were going to talk about a couple of we were an update on a couple of movies that we yeah, about. yeah,
1: It'll give a, a quick spooky season update right. on some stuff that we had talked about in our actual Halloween
0: episode. Yeah, well, you see, I don't know if this happened to you, but at the stroke of midnight on October 31st, the calendar reset at Groundhog's did dayed, but like a whole month's worth, so it's now, Oct- it was like October 1st, the following day. Thank fuck. Yeah. What's today?
1: Uh, today, oh, I mean, October judging by the, the calendar, 5th. it's October the 5th. Right, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not, definitely not November Never. 5th. Never forget the... <laughs> <laughs> Samhain. Uh, anyway, so like it's still Halloween and we're going to keep doing that until I feel satisfied. It could be a minute. Fair. Uh, but I watched a couple of the horror movies that we had not come out when we did that episode, when we recorded that episode. Yes. Which was Halloween and Hellraiser, the, the new, new one. one. Yeah. And then Lady L- Hellraiser. Lady Hellraiser. Uh, and then Mona Lisa and the Blood Moon.
1: Yeah. The uh, uh, Anna Lily, i'm Ammer a yes. 4.
0: Uh, film and fuck me, wouldn't you know? I hated all of them. God, God damn, it. damn it! Seriously? Uh, yeah, all of them? I didn't. Well, hates hates a strong word, and yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I remember you messaging me at the end of Halloween
0: ends, and yeah. you were like, "God damn it, that was stupid." Yeah, I was pretty upset that it was as dumb as everybody said it was. I was like, "Oh, those haters, they just don't know how to have an open mind." No, it was, it was shit. Oh, God um, damn it! It was pretty dumb. I, th- I think I had read somewhere that the original idea for this new trilogy was to have all three movies happen in a single night of Halloween. Yeah, and like actually film them all back to back to back, yeah. right? Which would have been sweet. And I understand why they couldn't do that, kinda to a degree, because um, it's I guess not I, like any of those actors aged out of.
1: That, yeah, that's shit. the thing.
0: Yeah, like it's not like it's
1: not like Jamie Lee Curtis looks no. demonstrably older than she did a couple years ago.
0: Like, the, there's the youngest daughter. Who's in it? Mm-hmm. But the thing with actors is like you can move their. I mean, like pull her hair up and she looks younger again. She's fine. make makeup, makeup, makeups something. a thing. And besides, she doesn't look that much older. No. So it was it was pretty dumb. Mike's not in it a, a whole lot. Uh I didn't. They did some things with Jamie Lee Curtis's character Laurie that were questionable, but I ultimately didn't care. Hmm. um You could. That's not a good sign no. for a film. You could have taken the twenty-minute showdown between her and Mike, cut that out of Halloween Ends, tack it on the end of Halloween Kills, and it would have been awesome. fine. Yeah, that yeah, that, that's what just what they should have done. Then that's what they should have done. <sighs> God damn it! Yeah, because uh, spoiling Halloween Kills at the end of it, Lori's daughter is killed by Mike Myers, and if she had just shown up at her house at after that had occurred, and then had the final showdown with Mike. The end, great. But they they shove like a, a – it's not a subplot because it's the whole plot, but a, yeah. a plot with, where a kid's like, yeah, maybe I'll be a Michael. Oh. And then he's like – and use Mike as my secret weapon because he's a killing machine, which I, I don't know how to tell him that that's what happened with Freddy versus Jason. And it was just as stupid then where Freddy's like, I need somebody in the human world to fight for me because I'm scary, but he's scarier. Right. Get he was him, using get yeah, him, he was, Jason. Yeah, he was using Jason as a puppet, basically. Yeah. That's what this kid did. He's like, Mike's scary and stinky and get a Mike. Yeah, he probably does smell horrible. Like, oh, huh? my God. He was living in a sewer. Yeah. For like three years. You got some stank. He's probably doesn't take that mask off very often. No. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. I
1: worked at a a Halloween haunt of some sort, like not exactly a haunted house, but like a, like an offshoot of like a hayride thing. Uh, when I was part of a church youth group way back when, and they gave me like one of those cheesy latex masks to wear for the entire time. It was like a giant skull with a top hat. Nice. And that thing stank like hell at the end of that night. I cannot imagine Mm -hmm. what that Shatner mask smells like after all (laughs) these years.
0: So did not, did not succeed in, satisfying whatsoever. That sucks. Um, I do, I did like, I, I'll spoil, I'm going to spoil, if, if you don't want to know the ending, just close your ear holes for the next like a minute. Sure. So after the fight, Jamie Lee Curtis, I can't remember what all leads up to it, but she basically takes Mike's body and throws it into one of those like choppy compressor things that like grind up everything. Like a, like a wood chipper? Kind of, but like for industrial oh, for a, shit. Industrial shit. Yeah, okay. Um, and like mm. the whole town's there and it's like, look, the town is released from the Trauma of having to deal with this dickhead for all those years.
1: I mean, and I didn't
0: hate that. It did. <laughs> you have to deal with the tra- the trauma of a watching, a be be watching a human <laughs> right. body get mulched. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but I was like, okay, if your goal is to end the Mike Myers trilogy, then kill him. Yeah, that, be, a, be be done with it. And like watch him be mulched. You you did it. Yeah. So I didn't hate that. Anyway, Hellraiser. Yeah. one I was like. Really hopeful for. Yeah, this is the one I was really excited for.
1: Like, the trailers
0: for it looked fucking great. It's not terrible. Okay. Uh, I think I watched somebody, you know, like, rank all the Hellraisers, and this one came in third or fourth on the list. That's not bad. Yes and no. Keep in mind that the Hellraiser franchise is mostly garbage. Yeah, I remember the CD guy.
1: Yeah. I remember remember Hellraiser 3 terrifying yeah just, I, I remember and hellraiser four. i remember i remember I'm pinhead in space
0: flying at people <laughs> but i think it was like one two i think the new hellraiser for them was three and then four they skipped three Wait. good yeah uh, i went straight to was it bloodlines i think is the fourth hellraiser? i think I, I the one that's like surprisingly
1: interesting not yeah good but yeah it's not it's not good but it was definitely more interesting than three yeah
0: and i would i would agree with that two i probably would have you put two first oh yeah it's two one which i i agree with and then it, it's hard to say if the new one or the fourth one it it, it depends on what i'm in the mood for because the right. new one it's really pretty in the way that hellraiser can be it's it's really interesting yeah uh, i the the mansion that's the main set is basically a giant um is faraday cage the word i'm looking for Maybe not. Maybe I don't know. I, I'm anyway. It's yeah. meant to trap those uh, Cenobites. Sure. And the pervert prison, if you <sighs> it's will. <a> per- <laughs> Forget Faraday cage. It's the pervert prison. <laughs> um, so they had a lot of interesting ideas, but they and the act, the lead actress did a pretty good job. Cool. Um, it's just it's really predictable. You think in a series involving
1: a puzzle box that you would want. Like you'd want the narrative to be more of a puzzle that you have to that you have yeah. to uh, uh, like solve, like a more of a mystery.
0: You wouldn't want it to be so, quite so predictable. I wonder if I'd never watched Hellraiser, if I would have liked it more. Hmm. Because I, hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I I know what's gonna. It's the the box is the bad things. Cenobites appear, not nice. Sure. But if it was my first time watching it, and as I was being introduced to this world for the first time, I probably would have liked it more. Interesting. Okay. I think the biggest bummer about this movie is that I don't know that it did well enough to merit further mm. iterations. I guess time will tell. Yeah. I mean, given streaming is
1: becoming more and more of a crapshoot with the way it's being managed uh, between yeah. Netflix and HBO and uh, and whatnot. I'm not sure where Hulu lies in the midst
0: of all of that nonsense, but... And just give it to us. Like, we'll... we'll... Give yeah. us, give it to us, and Clive, um, we'll give him a call. Ask him what he thinks. No cats, Clive. No We've cats. Already talked about no. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one was Mona Lisa and the Blood Moon. Yes, um, which I again I was pretty bummed about because I wanted that to be good. Right. I wanted a, a that to be good so badly. so badly. A girl who home walks home, home. A girl who walks home alone at night
1: is so it's fucking amazing. good.
0: Oh my god! And then this one was a movie. Okay, it was a movie. Yeah, the best part, and this is really fucking weird, that she's really good at writing this one specific kind of character.
1: Oh, right, you told yeah. me there was
0: a character in this that's kind of like the drug dealer yeah. from uh, from the, from her first movie. Right. So in the girl who walks home alone at night, there's a drug dealer character who's <laughs> Just mesmerizing. He, he, you you can't stop looking at him. Like, he's, he's such he's, a, dick. he's an asshole. He's, he's such an asshole. Person. But God, is he fun to watch? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so in this movie. It's about, um, this girl, she's, I can't remember if she is experimented on or just naturally has these powers, but she escapes. Yes. She's um, is telekinesis the one where you can move things? That's telekinesis, yeah. Okay. Yes, I think she has that. Or no, she has the other one. Where she can be like, hey, do that thing. Telepathy? Telepathy, yeah. Okay. The, the doctor, uh, Professor X, not the Jean Grey. Oh, uh, telepathy, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and she runs into these like kind of douchey, like, like the guy in the first movie, like a douchey drug dealer, except for he's like the good version. <laughs> like he's still obnoxious and a dick, but he like means well. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so any scene he was in, cause he was just like a sub character. Yeah. Uh, he shows up for like 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Any scene he was in with Mona Lisa was amazing. Okay. And then the rest of the movie I'm like, eh, it's fine. That's I mean that's that's overall really disappointing, yeah. but
1: also I'm glad that it at least had that shining yeah. that shining <laughs> those shining <laughs> moments with that character. So weird. Uh, fucking so, wild.
0: Yeah, I did watch a lot of great movies this Halloween, but uh those three were not them. And neither was uh the one we're here to talk about today. So many- <laughs> <laughs> I hate this movie so so much and I am excited to get it out of the way so that we can talk about the next two episodes that we have planned, yes. which I you know, we're not gonna worry about right now. But I, I'm going to yell at this movie for the next however well, two episodes, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh Welcome to Drazzled, <laughs> the podcast that takes award-winning <laughs> worst films and fixes them. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to try, okay? It's really bad. Uh, I'm host, Jack Culbertson, here to suffer alongside me, as always. Also host,
1: Joe Nealus. Happy belated spooky season, everybody. I mean, early, early, yeah. early,
0: yeah. current, yeah. Drazzled. We're basically the pathologists of the movie world, <laughs> determining what killed a film before reanimating its useless corpse. Derazzled, Unrazzling movies, unmovies, and Jack's existential dread. <laughs> I, I'm working on like a new intro to kind of like, encapsulate all of our garbage. <laughs> Fair. I mean, we've been we've been experimenting a bit lately. Right. So yeah, it, that makes sense. We had like three months of us being like, we fix bad good movies sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> and we do, we do, we that's, do. That's actually one of this this episode is. Yeah, uh, believe it or not, <laughs> we're doing a traditional episode. But then like last week we did. Well, last week was a deleted episode. Yes. And the week before that was the consolation. Yep. And then we've also been doing the, (laughs) how did this happen, uh, movie, Hell? Development Hell? Development Hell. Yeah, there's been some Um, Development Hell going. (laughs) My God. I (laughs) I feel bad for you already having to edit this episode. It'll be fine. Uh, My brain feels like that thing at, like, bingo halls that they, like, spin to get the ball out. Oh, yeah, those are fun. (laughs) That's my brain. Um, (laughs) And the words that are coming out are numbers. That I did wonder
1: why you shouted B twelve at yeah. me whenever I came in. Whenever I came in the door, so at first sure I thought take you were your vitamins. Yeah, yeah. yeah at <laughs> first I thought you were just telling me to take my niacin. Yeah. but no, <laughs> no, uh, no. You. you uh, this does clarify. No, this does clarify the o3 thir- the O
0: sixty seven that you shouted yes, at me. Yeah. So yeah, at least there's that. Uh, still going through capitalist hell, <laughs> plus some yep. other life bullshit. Yeah, uh, slowly getting better, but also. We didn't want to have another deleted episode, deleted season. Yeah, no, I didn't want to do that again quite so soon. (laughs) To prepare for today's episode, I've watched The Mummy, The Mummy, The Mummy, and The Mummy. Allow me to summarize The Mummy. Oh, God. (laughs) So that is the original Universal Boris Karloff. Yes. The Mummy. And then there is the Hammer Horror Films version with uh, Christopher Lee as... Oh, yeah, I forgot about the hammer one. And then there's the Brennan Fraser one. Uh, And then there's whatever the fuck this was. (laughs) Instead of providing a highly descriptive summary full of quips, we'll be playing a game called Pavlovian's Horses, wherein I'll have five minutes to summarize the movie and not a second more. When the timer hits five minutes, Joe will blast me with horse sounds. Horses. They're in league with the police, and I hate them for that. (laughs) But before we do, yeah. Joe's going to remind you to remember remember never unmember. Yeah, I know.
1: I should remind you that if you haven't already, please rate and review the show everywhere you possibly can. We're on every podcast platform that you can find out there or should be. Uh, I'd like to thank Josh from the Talking Smack podcast for uh for rating us uh, our deleted scenes episode uh five stars on Good Pods and for his sending his condolences as well. So, thank you very much, thank you, Josh. It's deeply appreciated. But yeah, those, those reviews go a long way to helping other people find us and uh, get us in their ear holes. Anyway. Anyway. I th- believe
0: I have a timer ready. All right. You, you let me know when it's uh, go time. Give me a countdown. Timer's ready. Three, two, one, go. I watched this movie once and that was plenty. I was enjoying our brief interlude of not watching horrible movies starting with Xanadu, which was a movie no one could have predicted be enjoying, and ended with my journey to Constellation Burn. That was just enough time for the wounds to scab over. Then along came a Tom Cruise, and pick, 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 pick them back open. Oh. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Tom, why'd you do that? <laughs> but I digress. The Mummy, released in twenty seventeen, was Universal's fourth attempt to launch an interconnected universe. This time calling it the Dark Universe. Yes. I'd say that they were copying Marvel, hungry for that sweet Avengers money, but Universal Monsters has a long history of crossover characters going back as far as 1943's Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman and ending in 1955 with Abbott and Costello Meet the Mummy. True. You may have noticed that I have not started summarizing the movie despite the ever-approaching horses. That's because I fucking hate this movie. This movie is painfully dumb. I hate it, and I hate the people involved. I wish we were discussing 2004's Van Helsing. Sure, it was dumb, but they went for it, man. They fucking went for it. They gave at least half a fuck. Which brings us to Mummy 2017. They did not give an ounce of a fuck. Zero fucks were given during no. this movie. This movie is two hours of late 90s action movie cliches, which I guess I'm, I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> uh, the fucking Mummy, Mummy starring the fucking Tom Cruise opens on some Illuminati-type bullshit, about finding a magical rock under London. Russell Crowe narrates this exposition uh, is slash the head of the monster Illuminati. Uh, 20 minutes in, we cut to our protagonist, soldiers Tom Cruise and Nick from New Girl, who <laughs> are attempting to rob the burial site of Mummy Blah Blah. Uh, Woody Banter Adventures, Nick, don't you want money, Adventures? They find mummy shit with the help of archaeologist love interest slashed the source of a... How long does a Tom Cruise last in bed? Joke, <laughs> uh, trick question. A Tom Cruise reproduces through a mix of implantation and the Ludovico sequence. Uh, I wasn't going to say budding, but yeah. Um, <laughs> there's this X Men character in um, new New X Men by Grant Morrison mm-hmm. uh, that every time his skin flakes off, it's another clone. Of the thing, it's probably the worst. I really event. don't want that to be um, how Tom I Cruise produces. You know, he keeps uh, doing these effects, but I think you're, it might. You're even be... closer to
1: horses here, Jack. Oh fuck! Right.
0: Um, <laughs> a moment of silence for poor Katie Holmes. Nick is possessed by a monster mummy spider. Uh They take a plane so Tom Cruise can do some stunts, but he dies along with pre-dead Nick. Love interest survives because Tom Cruise is uh, not that bad, I guess. Mm. Love interest talks to Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde, Kurt Russell, Russell Crowe. Yeah, Fuck, I do this every time. <laughs> <laughs> who, wants, who wants mummy powers? Tom Cruise is resurrected and possessed by the mummy's former lover who she must kill with a special knife with a special rock in its handle so that Tom Cruise can be double possessed by Egyptian god, not death, set. Not not Osiris, set. <laughs> right. Uh, Tom makes Mr. Hyde angry. Dead Nick Ghost double crosses Tom, uh, leading him to the pyramid. Uh, under London Uh, I I don't know Uh, I totally checked out at that point honestly the last thing I remember is the hide fight action movie things happen and then the mummy is redead I think love interest dies but Tom Cruise does get possessed by set because he wants to and now has mummy powers and returns her to life I think Uh, also Nick from New Girls he um, at which point uh, because uh, they ride off in the sunset because Tom Cruise has mummy powers and if you you know you have mummy powers you might as well use them is that it. That's it,
1: Jack. You've successfully beaten the horse. Oh, uh, a minute fifteen
0: to spare. Wow, I can make these things longer. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I can talk more about Grant Morrison. <laughs> I am I am
1: astounded that you actually got an X Men uh, <laughs> s, uh a, a tangent in
0: there and still made the time. Well, I fucked up the reference to Clockwork Orange, so I figured I should probably do one for me. Um. Fair, fair. I, good lord Fuck this movie Yeah it's really bad I hate it I'm so it's, mad that it
1: exists Like I I, I mentioned earlier Before we started recording This is not the worst thing That we have watched It's really bad though It might be one of the laziest things We've ever watched I would agree with that It's one of the laziest made films That we've ever watched I think
0: hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Should we stop for uh, a break So I can go scream In the backyard
1: uh, I what mean, do you, do you need that? Do you need? Yeah, no. it, yeah, we we can. Yeah, no, we can take a quick break well, uh, and uh, let let anchor let our anchor ad do their thing, and you can you can uh, scream out your frustration. All right, I'm gonna
0: go scream. Bye.
1: I'm the geeky dad,
0: and we're the, the multiverse,
1: multiverse kids. kids. And sometimes we review movies, shows, or books,
0: but all the time we have fun. Join us every week, and. Um, Listen to our show and sometimes we might even have a
1: special guest. So join us at the Geeky Dad Podcast.
0: Oh, hey, we're we back. <laughs> yeah, we're back, bud. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey.
1: You want to know some stats? Yeah, let's get some stats on this movie because this was nominated for some Razzies, wasn't it? Was. It was. It was. Yes. Do you know what the scores are? No, I don't Great. know the scores actually. It's a general Rotten Tomato score. What do you think? Okay, so Tomato Meter. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess a forty. Fifteen. Oh wow! Yeah. I was overly generous. Yeah. Okay. I thought uh, there were going to be some Tom Cruise fans who would just not be able to aff- uh, uh, to acknowledge how bad this was, but right. Well, audience score, audience score is probably closer to a forty than thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Okay, I'm still being too
0: generous on it for some reason. It's okay. a really bad movie. It's really bad. Um, I feel like if this movie had come 15, out God. in like 2011, 2010, mm-hmm. maybe it would have done better. It would have done better because dummies. <laughs> I don't know. Um I feel like the this type of movie would be more a place in early 2000s uh maybe late 2000s. Okay. Because there's a lot of shit then and people are just kind of like numb to it. <laughs> uh, IMDb. IMDb should be, should be ashamed of itself.
1: Should be ashamed of itself. Yeah. Hmm. Is this like a 4.0? Higher? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Four point eight. Are you fucking kidding me? I swear I got five point five four. Five point four. Jesus Christ, man. I am DB people, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> I I would give it if I were to take a moment, mm-hmm. and set my rage aside, and forget anything I know about any of the people involved. <laughs> If I had been birthed into this world and this was the first movie I had watched, 3.7. 3.7? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What I want to give to it with this rage and everything I know, a solid flat two. Reasonable. Two. Yeah. I want to yell it at Tom. <laughs> <Two>! <laughs> oh, good lord. In 2017, at the 38th annual Golden Raspberry Awards, the nom- the the Mummy was nominated for eight Golden Raspberries. Eight, really? Mm-hmm. Holy it shit! One, one. That's it. And that is why I wrote this next sentence. It was the year of the emoji movie and Transformers. Oh my God, the you're right! Night-
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You're absolutely yeah. right. This was the year of the emoji movie. Fuck.
0: It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like. What the fuck was that stupid character from the Emoji movie called? Gus Fart Dan? What is it? <laughs> what? Uh, Whatever. Gene. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Gene. Gene, like, threw his stupid smirky face emoji body over Tom Cruise and took the bullet. <laughs> now I'm just imagining TJ
1: Miller doing that. I could see him do that. Yeah. Yeah. These parachutes in wherever Tom Cruise happens to be and just gets <laughs> oh right in the line of the sniper.
0: So, so that is why it won one. But I, I will read through what it was nominated. Yeah, for. let's yeah, let's get that um, covered. It was nominated for worst picture, which, as we know from episode one of season two, was won by the Emoji won, movie. Won by the Emoji movie. Yep. Uh, it was nominated for worst director again. Emoji movie threw yep. threw itself in the way. Uh, saving God, it really did. Alex Kurtzman, which we'll talk more about later. Okay. I'm not familiar with him. You shouldn't be. Well, you shouldn't be as a director. Fair. Worst actor. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. And he
1: won. He won. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that fucking deserved.
0: Yeah. Holy oh my shit, god! What a bad like, performance! I've enjoyed Tom Cruise in yeah. movies. This was not one of them. I've seen Tropic Thunder. He was <laughs> yeah. fucking. It was weirdly great in that. Uh, have you heard the rumors that they want to do a sequel? They can't possibly with. Uh, around him as
1: the character. Oh, no. Okay. I have heard rumors about that for a long time. Okay. I don't know if they could pull it off at this point. I
0: don't. I do, I want to see it in the same way that I can't not look at a car accident. Fair. We're supporting actor, Russell Crowe. He didn't win. He did not win. Mel Gibson won <laughs> for Daddy's Home 2. You know what? I'll take that. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> a movie uh, I did not know existed until this moment. It, we've, we've made reference to that have movie we? before. I yes. Think maybe you've made
1: reference to it. Or uh, that's probably That's probably more accurate. Or I lost more brain cells at Burning Man, I thought. Well, well because that's also a movie featuring Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So yeah. Th- it probably came okay. up in that context. Yeah. yeah. No, it did, because that was one of the various things that we were talking about in the um, Six Million Dollar Man episode, because of all the other work that he's done with Mel Gibson. Because Mel Gibson keeps popping so up weird. peripheral to him yeah. as a plate. Anyway, that's anyway, neither here nor there. Which is supporting
0: so actress. Um, nominee was Sophia I don't want to say her last I'm name. not B- sure how to but- Pronounce Boutella? it either Boutella? Yeah Sophia Butella. I would, I would okay. say Butella. But
1: Kim Basinger won For Kim Basinger What was
0: Kim 50 Basinger Fifty Shades in? Darker
1: Kim Basinger's in fi- Kim Basinger's in Fifty Shades yeah. Dark Fuck Yeah we're gonna We're gonna, gonna be we're covering around That again. around Valentine's So okay. <laughs> Hey you set You put I, it on the schedule
0: I know I'm, I'm an asshole Um <laughs> Uh, worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel? Again, was won by Fifty Shades Starker. Yes, yeah. which I, I'm I'm sure it's deserved,
1: but we'll 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 get to it eventually. Yeah, I refuse to I refuse to engage
0: with that until we absolutely have to. Sorry, it's just had another typo. Um, <laughs> so worst screenplay mm-hmm. was won by the Emoji movie, right? yes. I'm not reading those names. We already did that. No, we we've already we've already held them responsible. However, for the Mummy, it's uh, David Cope, okay, Christopher McQuarrie, and Dylan. I forgot the copy his last name. Just Dylan. 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 Dylan? Fuck. <laughs> fuck you, Dylan. Fuck you fuck off, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. Oh, fucking Dylan. Uh, David Cope and Christopher McQuarrie are on a ton of shitty summer movie scripts. What What else are they known for? Movies.
1: <laughs> you, know, you, just, you didn't write down um, examples. I did not.
0: I should have it's just one like especially David Cope whenever I see his name I try to avoid that movie if possible he especially is on movies where what I refer to as like script by committee where like 16 people have worked on the script it just keeps getting redone over and over and over and over again uh, and his name always ends up like the top I want to see Christopher McQuarrie is buds with Tom Cruise I think he had some stuff to do with the Mission Impossible movies uh, but I don't care Dylan Cusman 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 I'm not sure it's K U S S M A N ah Dylan Cusman uh that guy uh David Cope I think I'm saying his name right it's- I would say Cope
1: yeah um wow Jurassic Park Mission Impossible
0: Spider-Man 2002 Again, keep in mind that very rarely is he the singular name on those movies. Right. On those screenplays. He's done some video game writing. Shit writing. Yeah. Uh, You name some of his better stuff Uh, uh, War of the Worlds. Oh, God. Secret Window. Snake Eyes. I don't love that movie. Not not familiar with it. He did The Shadow. Toy Soldiers. uh, Angels and Demons. Yeah. There's so many. Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Yeah. Are they doing another Green Hornet movie? What? In- another one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then f- I'm mentioning this because we're going to talk about it later, but apparently he's also linked to the Bride of Frankenstein script. Huh. Anyway. Interesting. Uh, back to the stats. Yes. The last thing it was nominated for was the Razzie nominee So Rotten You Loved It, but that was won by... So rotten you
1: loved it. Yeah, so bad it's good. Yeah, type. that which it this was is, not. This no. is not that. I'm a
0: little. I'm a little upset. Even got nominated I for think that. Pretty much like all the best pictures were. Because mm. I, if I recall, it was like a put up to a vote by the internet type thing. Oh, it was one of those. Yeah. yeah. No, that tracks. Oh, and then um, mcqueery
1: here. I'm seeing Mission Impossible, Fallout, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, oh, another Tom Cruise. Another Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's got a bunch of Tom Cruise stuff on here. Tons of Mission Impossible stuff, it looks like. Valkyrie, again, Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Jack Reacher, Tom Cruise. I wonder uh, if he's... Good lord. So, certain actors... <laughs> Jack the Giant Slayer. Not a Tom Top Cruise. Gun Maverick. God, this guy just write
0: fucking Tom Cruise movies? So, what likely happens is they'll have a script, right? Like, The Mummy. Uh-huh. And then Tom Cruise will become attached, and they'll have something... Coming to rewrite the dialogue to fit Tom Cruise's shtick. And that's... I'm going to take what a stab the in the What the fuck happened with this one? Right. <laughs> Just... um, that would be my guess. How d- how the
1: fuck did they write Tom Cruise like he was Nathan Fillion, though?
0: Probably because there was like eight writers attached to this, and some stuff got left over from a previous, previous draft. It must have, yeah. Yeah, which brings us to the critique. All right. Hey... Let's talk about what worked for the mummy, <laughs> starting with the cast.
1: <laughs> Fuck. That's a genuinely difficult task because I'm not. Yeah, they're all pretty bad. They're all pretty bad.
0: When you have characters making such illogical jumps, uh, decisions, it's hard to like any c- character. I I think the the titular mummy. Sophia Butella. Yeah. Yeah did the things that a mummy would do? I think there's an argument to be made that she's the best
1: performance in the film.
0: (laughs) The bar's really low. The bar's
1: practically on the ground. Yeah, Annabelle Wallace wasn't Terrible. She was the love interest, the archaeologist. Yeah. Like she wasn't, she wasn't terrible, but she was also kind of given shit to work with, was and was the most shit. And playing off of what has to be like the worst performance I've ever seen from Tom Cruise. But we'll get to that.
0: Yeah, with sophia butella and this has been debated, but originally her character was much larger before Tom Cruise signed on, and probably the McCreary fellow. Was like, hey, let's beef up this Tommy part uh-huh. for Mr. Tom. Yeah, and she basically was reduced to like a supporting character. Antagonist. She has any is, lines. She's just she, a visual character.
1: Yeah, it's I I which I found very frustrating. Yeah,
0: but uh, we'll we'll get, we'll get yeah. to that a little bit more. <laughs> Tom Cruise or not, Tom Cruise. Uh, Russell Crowe was serviceable. Serviceable
1: it was not by yeah. it was by far not the worst performance i've seen from <laughs> no. him i actually really liked his accent change between jekyll and hyde i thought that was effective um yeah. i thought that the cg on him was not but we'll talk about that right. later yeah um yeah overall over, otherwise his performance was just fine yeah. i think like it, it could have been
0: better but good lord it could have been worse Given how shitty everyone else did in this movie, I expected him to be worse than what he was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, I, I yeah. After having ridden along with
1: with uh with Tom Cruise's perspective throughout this right. film, I was really ready. I was mentally braced for Crow to be just dog shit, and yeah. he wasn't.
0: I, I I I I thought he was. I thought he was okay. He was. He was very okay. He was very okay. Yeah. Uh. So the story, I didn't mind the secret society aspect. No, uh, especially with what they wanted to do with having a larger joined universe. Right. I mean, they made it clear right away from the title, car from like the, right, the, the yeah.
1: uh, from like the production title cards that this was this the they were setting up the dark universe. Yeah. So they they did the whole like which I think they could have done better. I I wanted to see like uh like you do the normal Universal logo and then have it go like film negative colors yeah. and then shift to what it actually yeah. what it what it was going to be but yeah you know, nobody asked me so
0: mistakes were made mistakes were made I like when Tom died <laughs> <laughs> like both as an actor but also as a story beat. I, I I like the um I that was
1: good too. Like yeah. the, if you were going to reinforce in any way that this character has redeeming qualities, sacrificing what sac- sacrificing himself to save somebody else is a very effective way to do that. So well, that... Even, g- given they even do keep him to character later on him saying like I thought there were, I, th- I thought there was another
0: parachute. <laughs> Just I mean, more in like a, a, a story structure kind of way where you have the protagonist and you literally kill them off. Yes. Was the smallest amount of interesting. Yes. I, uh, I, I'd i agree with that. I also didn't mind the, the mummy switcheroo at the end. Kind of the, hey, for this dark universe going forward, it's actually going to be Tommy C. Who's our, our the mummy. Yeah. Which
1: like like as as a as a twist I don't mind I do feel a little bit bad for the actress who was playing the actual fucking mummy
0: right yeah she got screwed out of her own movie yeah basically um, and if there mercifully there's not kind of we'll get to it mm-hmm. uh I would hope that they would have the both of them as some form of the mummy in a in a future movie
1: right cuz they did they went like they showed us that they covered her husk in mercury again and yeah. sealed her up again, so like there's room for her to potentially
0: come back. Yeah, and I uh, visually, I actually liked the mercury thing. The mercury was pretty cool. Did it make sense? No, but visually, uh, I was kind of cool. Yeah, Puking mercury
1: visually. Well, that was a really good visual. Yeah, yeah. Um, gross and okay. and uh, very
0: effective. Yeah. yeah, I prefer that over like the chunks of meal. Yeah. Um, other than that, the story was pretty crap, pretty pretty awful. It was it was very simple, simple yet still fucked up. Uh, <laughs> themes were there any themes that worked? <sighs> um I said no. You fucked up. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't. I think the theme was we want
1: that sweet Marvel money. Yeah, honestly, they they were so intent on shoehorning in as many other things as they possibly could. Yep. I don't know if there's like there's like what it means to be a good person. I think they're trying they're trying to go so- go something along those lines with with Tom Cruise's character.
0: Maybe I feel like they just watched a bunch of different action movies and they're like throw throw it all, throw it all at the wall whatever sticks. Fantastic. Let's yeah, just but- get this first movie out of the way so we can get to some Frankensteins. Yeah, probably. Production. Hmm. There there's a lot that was serviceable. Sure. The score was a score. Score was
1: a score. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a standout score, but it also wasn't you know annoying garbage that overpowered what was happening.
0: I liked the plane crash scene. The plane crash was well done. I did. I did like that. Did it make sense within the context of the movie? No. No. Not really. Not particularly. But but especially knowing that they were doing the whole Apollo thirteen. I forget what, the, what, the, what those are called, where they uh, fly up in a plane and they drop it all of a sudden so people are weightless. Anyway, that's it's something that they do occasionally for films whenever a Tom Cruise is there and demands it happen. Yeah. Um, what is it with him and fucking plane stunts? I just I, This man just loves doing weird shit with planes. So writing this script, I just assumed the only reason he did this movie was for the stunt aspect. Yeah. I don't see any other reason why he would sign on to this movie other than to be able to do the plane thing. Yeah, honestly, it's the only thing that really makes that much sense
1: with uh, just knowing knowing that they were doing the plane stunt. They were doing the fight choreo. Yeah. They were doing, you know, the running around in Egypt. Well, not, not even Egypt. They never went to fucking no. Egypt, actually.
0: But it, And it, I think even, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but when they were advertising this film, mm-hmm. it was all that plane sequence. It was was, spooky, spooky visuals. There were some spooky visuals. I definitely remember like the
1: sand face coming up over Big Ben because entirely too much of this movie takes place in fucking London for some reason. So like some of that worked, like like, some of the spooky Mm. visuals worked, but yeah, no, the overall marketing was largely
0: plane stunt. I liked, there's a a really brief scene right after the plane crashes Mm. where secret society people are looking for pieces that have, have fallen off wherever. Yeah. And they're under some kind of bridge and the the mummy lady attacks them. Yeah. But I thought it was like, oh, okay, this is actually meant to be scary. Yes. That, yeah, the actual visuals of
1: the um mummy sucking the life out yeah. of people, I thought that worked. Yeah. Also, like, the animations of her healing and re- like regenerating, yes. I thought that was effective. I thought, I thought like, that that part of the production I think was done well, but aside from that stuff,
0: all right, let's let's get to it. Let's get to straight to what didn't work. There's what so work. There's so fucking much. much. Tom Cruise, Tom
1: fucking Cruise. We like, just if we're starting with cast, Tom Cruise yeah. does not work in any way, shape, or form at any point in this movie, even with the stunts. Like the, none of that excuses this performance. It is lacking any kind of energy or coherence. It it. It genuinely, like, when I say it feels like he's channeling Nathan Fillion, it's like, no, you stole a role that was written for Nathan Fillion and are just trying to mime or mimic him. That's all it is. Like, all of his mannerisms, vocally, like, the way his eyes move, like, his tics and everything, it really looks like he just watched a bunch of Nathan Fillion, which makes me so angry in a number of ways that we'll get into as we continue
0: on with the story and the production what doesn't work there. See, for me, hearing you say that this... Was a, a Nathan Fillion approximation to me? That's oh, the older version of a Brendan Fraser. Yeah, basically. Which I
1: th- though I would though I wouldn't want Brendan Fraser to be in this one. No, and we'll get to that as well. Yeah, as as much as I fucking love the Brendan yeah, the Brendan yeah, Fraser, absolutely ones. It's just I,
0: I. So there was this was in production for so so long. The script was being rewritten over and over and over again. Okay, that I think there were. Bits and pieces of previous drafts that were mixed and mashed, kind of like piecemeal together. And Tom Cruise's character specifically changes scene to scene and like what he's trying to do. Yeah, there's no consistency. Like there are scenes where he's a Nathan Fillion, Brendan Fraser type character. There's also scenes where I'm like, okay, this is like a Mission Impossible Tom Cruise. And there's like, oh, this is like a Tom Cruise from... Top Gun era, like which version of Tom Cruise are we getting? Yeah, but also what kind of hero? Like, does it want to be a Jurassic Park kind of action adventure? I I don't know, but it's genuine. I mean, it's genuinely a good question. He, yeah, this literally,
1: and you're you're not fucking kidding. Whenever it comes to this script being in 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 the works for a long fucking yeah. time, either. I, I just pulled up the stats here on IMDb about this. Literally, script work started September 25th, 2012, Yeah, and then continued on in various stages with writers being uh, replaced and and revisions being done, all the way up until pre-production started in November of
0: 2015. I get the vibe that as soon as Tom Cruise signed on, they're like, let's change directions entirely. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Because... I think that they they saw Tom Cruise. They saw what he he normally is able to pull as far as an audience numbers go, and they're like yeah. fuck it, whatever Tom wants, just like as long as we have a movie that says Dark Universe in the front and has Tom Cruise in it, we're we're set, uh, which is not true. Um, I, I will say this movie did perform very well
1: globally. Yeah, which is unfortunate. It
0: it did not uh, domestically though. So. I can't say this for certain, but it's not unusual to have a film company kind of bank on the international numbers. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Um, we see that more and more these days. It's like, okay, well, the movie's going to do kind of mediocre in the States, but we've made it accessible to the widest amount of an audience you can get, which is action. It's a little bit spooky. Uh, Yeah. Some touches of spooky. We know the the international audience is going to show up, yeah. Because it's it's understandable that action action is understandable in every language, mm-hmm. and spooky got it, yeah. And the you know people like to see the same face; they like to see a recognizable face, which is and like, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise is like the
1: most. Tom Cruise is easily one of the most recognizable faces in yeah. terms of an actor, uh, which is unfortunate for a number of reasons, considering uh, <sighs> considering his role within the Church of Scientology.
0: So. What I'm hearing is that Universal probably got like a smack on the wrist, and they're like, hey, still made the monies. Yeah, no, they. I mean, they made the budget
1: back hand over fist yeah. uh, with the international market. It's just the domestically, it didn't crack that at all. Uh, which, yeah, they probably didn't give a fuck about. Wow. So, just, so let's move on. From we'll move to- on. From, we'll move on from Tommy. Uh, as much as I don't like to say this, Jake Johnson really didn't work and There's I'm no chemistry between them That him and Tom that's Cruise. largely it. Yeah. There's no chemistry between them. Like I could see I could see Jake Johnson working with a Brendan Fraser or with a, or with a Nathan oh, yeah. Fillion. Largely cuz they have more comedic experience of late. They they know how to be that kind of second banana. But, but it felt it almost felt like From the the moment he appeared on screen, I had to stop and question myself, like, is that literally the sidekick from National Treasure? (laughs) I I almost texted you that until I saw, until I got a better look at his face. Like, no, that's Jake
0: Johnson. Here's, here's, Tom Cruise doesn't act off of other people. No. He acts in a bubble. Which you don't want, but if you're going to have an actor like that. You need to go more of the Ocean's Eleven route, where each individual person is their own bubble, (laughs) Uh, uh, which I hate even suggesting that. Which is kind of odd considering how well those bubbles overlap and work with each other in those movies. Right. The casting people get all the credit there. Yeah. Whereas I don't know Jake Johnson super well. But I feel like he probably works better off of other actors, kind of vibing off their other energies.
1: He's he's good as like part of an ensemble. Like, yeah. Yeah, like I've seen a lot of New Girl, and like Given that show is goofy as all hell, and he really sure. leans into the goof of all of it. But like he knows how to work with with uh, with a group and work in those kind of dynamics, and knows how to play off of other people. Like he 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 does it quite well, actually. This he was not given the opportunity to do that here. Ooh,
0: I feel bad for him, honestly.
1: Yeah, because this could have been a really cool opportunity for yeah. him, and in, instead it was. I mean, I'm sure he got paid decently oh, yeah. for it, but but it's yeah, instead it's kind of, it's kind of a black mark. I think.
0: I think he probably got with with Tom Cruise kind of taking the brunt of the force. He probably got away with it, yeah, for the most part, except yeah. for us who had to sit and watch it. <laughs> Uh, the rest of the cast is also pretty garbage, but the, those are the two that are
1: on screen. I most. kind of enjoyed the um, commander, like the military, the uh, the really? military commander, like I, <sighs> which he was uh, only because he was like so contrary to Tom Cruise what? and Jake Johnson's characters. But he is only there
0: until he gets shot to death. <laughs> it's just or stabbed to death, rather. See, I the the actor is fine. I have no problem yeah. with him. His this, the the characters' decisions are so baffling that I'm like, well, what are you even doing? Like, ah, I hate these guys. Now go do that thing in the ground. Find the mummy because I trust you again for this moment.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 extremely convenient to the to, to the uh, to the plot, but yeah. that's yeah.
0: And I I had to look up like how are these guys associated with the U.S. Army? They're merc- they're, they're sources co- of fortune. Kind of. It's but it, but why? Why? Yeah. Why? Purpose.
1: Though? It, it, uh, why you why know, why why are we hiring mercenaries to deal with to deal with ISIS? But, Don't we have yeah. our own forces out there doing this? Also, why are the why are the like pseudo ISIS folks just like re- like firing bullets <laughs> at the right. at the at the at the architecture? Like we know, like we know that they're evil. Yeah, like like we know that they are destroying a lot of like pieces of history and a lot of 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 like you know statuary right. and whatnot. They're not going to be just, like, haphazardly firing machine
0: guns at them. Bullets are a resource. (laughs) Did I miss that plot point? Where they were talking about evil terrorists destroying artifacts? I mean, that, that's or is that just something that you know personally.
1: No, I mean, they they, they do briefly mention that that's okay. like a thing that's happening, but it is completely abandoned after they fire the drone. The, the missile mm-hmm. is fired by the drone and it opens up the hole where they find the Egyptian tomb underneath wherever the.
0: where Why, why they're in Iraq. See, that would have made. Uh, I was so confused. Like, why are Tom Cruise. Why is the Tom Cruise there? Why is he working with the U.S. Army? Yeah, no, it's you know it's to combat ISIS. Okay, is is because ultimately ISIS is destroying Egyptian because, artifacts uh, because
1: ISIS means. is ISIS and is a terroristic organization that is also destroying not Egyptian artifacts, uh-huh. Iraqi like right. Mesopotamian artifacts. Like they they go out of their way to point out Mesopotamia, modern day Iraq, right? And then right. machine guns, like no, you're in modern day. What are you doing with these fucking title cards? What are you doing with these? With, ah, good lord. I must have zoned out for that moment. Fair, honestly. Because um, that's all just right on the heels of just a bunch of really boring Russell Crowe narration. Of a movie, I think it's like just shy of two hours. It is over two hours. Uh, barely. It is barely over two hours, but it is over two like hours. Half of it is exposition. Yeah. There's so much exposition in this it, it stupid movie. Extremely ex, uh, exposition heavy. Oh, wait, no, it's not. No, it's not. T- 111 minutes. That's That doesn't seem right. It it feels no. much longer than. I swear to God, it was longer than that. But regardless, um, well, moving on to stories,
0: because <laughs> we've kind of transitioned into that. We're
1: kind of already in the middle yeah. of that here. Yeah. No, the, the motivations for why people are doing these things is very not clear at the, from the jump, and then is just kind of pushed along
0: and yeah. cajoled to fit the, the to fit plot contravances. It just. Uh, and whenever I watch a movie and I see that. That, to me, reads as a symptom of endless script rewrites. Yes. Like, Which, I mean, like, five, six years of doing that will,
1: uh... Yeah. Or, or, I guess, like, three, four years in this case. But still, that's a lot of script rewriting.
0: Also, pick pick a fucking tone. Pick a fucking tone! Good lord! Is it scary? Is it action-adventure? Is it a buddy movie? Is it a buddy comedy? But the whole, like,
1: like uh, haunted conversation between uh, Tom Cruise and Jake Johnson in a
0: woman's bathroom... This is, like, Fuckin almost death. entirely unnecessary. Yeah, I don't think I mentioned it during... Okay, I did, really briefly. So, Jack Johnson is killed. Jake Johnson. Jack Johnson's a musician. <laughs> so, Jack Johnson is killed. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, Sorry, Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> Jake Johnson. Uh, Peter B. Parker yes. is killed. <laughs> and continues to show up t- to... Yeah, he forced the plot along. Yeah, he's like, for as a what? Plot for, ghost.
1: Yeah, because we know, we know that they, they are both cursed. He he cursed because he got bit by a camel spider, which is weird. So it's really dumb and it doesn't make any sense as to why that would be what happens there. They are scary looking. They are, I mean, they're big, they're big fucking spiders. I did not like them. No, uh. <laughs> Like it makes more sense for Tom Cruise's character to be cursed. Like we get that right. whole because he he's ultimately what frees Amonet from the Mercury pool or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, he he shoots the protective barrier, like a fucking idiot, and it you know, it raises up and he makes eye contact with it and becomes cursed. Sure, I can I can follow along with that. Why does the spider bite do it? Why does a spider bite do it to to, uh, to Jake Johnson's character, and then why does that mean that he gets to haunt Tom Cruise? Plot reasons. Also, when the hell would he have had the opportunity to go back and get his body at the end of the film?
0: Huh. Yeah, anything. And I didn't that, that little
1: bit of further like sequel bait shoehorning that they're oh, doing my...
0: in the, in the final moments. So the entire second episode of this two part series is basically. <laughs> the... <laughs> the The forcing of the dark universe universe into existence, <laughs> and the many times that Universal has tried to make it happen. Excellent. They tried so hard to will it into existence. Yeah, to say it's happening because we're saying it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's happening. It's happening. And like you can really tell whenever they're bringing Tom
1: Cruise's character into meet with Jekyll, <sighs> like all the bottles and jars yeah. filled with. Fucking mermaid tails right, and right. black lagoon monster parts, and a literally just a Dracula skull. <laughs> <laughs> also, the book from the Mummy. Also, the book from the Mummy. Yeah, and that that is just a quick visual reference that you are only
0: going to really get if you've seen the Brennan Fraser Mummy film. Which, if you are gonna watch the Mummy, the Mummy, the Mummy, or the Mummy, watch the Mummy with, with Brendan Fraser, with Brendan Fraser <laughs> right. and Rachel Vice. Yes, it's fucking great. I do remember watching. Like it was a couple of years ago. We rewatched the Brandon Fraser one, and I remember as a kid being terrified of the scarabs going under, underneath the skin. Yeah, it, you know the CGI it's, is not held up, but no, it's CG, still like fun. The, yeah, the CG is not held up, but like it's still a terrifying concept. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the I mean, what carries that movie and what makes it good is the charisma and the connection and the chemistry between
1: the characters. It,
0: yeah, because like, it, it's it's genuine. It yeah. felt it is ah, it translates
1: so well into the performances. That and just Amuntep is... Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a good villain. Man. Did they watch that one, you think? They uh, had ever? to have. Ever? I fully expect that the writers were, were definitely watching it and mm. trying to figure out how to channel some of that charm.
0: And they just failed. They failed miserably to do that. We'll get into this for the fix, but I feel like they should have... Veered entirely away from that style of film. Yes, you you really did it well with the Brendan Fraser version. You don't need to try to you do don't that need again. To do it again. No story, blah blah blah, didn't work. Just fucking disgusting. Army not great. Why hide one mummy? Why hide one mummy? Why hide one mummy? Anyway, the well, protagonist
1: was garbage. I. I the protagonist was garbage. Uh, no, uh, well, I, I think they did a good job of, exp- of like, really emphasizing, like, oh, the hiding of this one mummy is highly unusual. Like, the way, she, okay. the way they pointed out, like,
0: yeah. the, these
1: watchers, like, these Anubis watchers should be facing the other way. Like, yeah. they should be watching to protect what's in here, not to watch what's in there. Also, Mercury's supposed to like weaken evil spirits. Why is this thing bathed in mercury? Right, right. Like they I think they did a good job communicating that just so you can just so you know, like, oh, this mummy's a fucking menace. Yeah. And then they do her dirty from that point
0: on. But why Hyde want Mummy? Uh what? Why Hyde want the mummy? Why he wanted? Oh, sorry. I keep I keep hearing
1: it as <laughs> why I keep. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna add okay. words so you understand Great. what my brain's doing. Yes. I keep I'm I keep thinking that you're saying why would you just hide the one mummy? Oh, no, she's mean. She's mean. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Why right. does Why does Edward Hyde Correct. want the mummy? Why does Doctor Jekyll want the mummy? <laughs> why does Doctor Jekyll want the <laughs> mummy? And then ultimately, why does Why does Mister Hyde want the mummy? Right. Yeah. Good
0: fucking question. That's wildly unclear. <laughs> He's maybe just a collector? Like he likes collecting things. Why does Jack have so many Batmans? Why does Jack have so many Batman? Why does Jack have so, why Jack ba- Batman so many have? <laughs> uh, why does Dr. <laughs> Batman have so many jacks? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh hey. So I think like, they're trying
1: they're trying to hammer in some like some narrative that Hyde is leading a or or Jekyll is leading like a force to combat evil. Right? Isn't that isn't that kind of what's happening? I ain't get. It. I th- I think that's what's going on. Is it like is that Jekyll like Jekyll's uh fucking not not the Templars from Assassin's Creed? are trying to eradicate evil and maintain some kind of peace and order. That's the other thing that doesn't fucking work about this whole story, is that it really feels like they just took aspects of Assassin's Creed and aspects of Uncharted and then jammed them together with monsters
0: to try to make a dark MCU. Here's here's what happened. The boss boss universal movie, Monster Man, uh-huh. he wanted the money money, and he saw these writers over here he's mm-hmm. like I've, they have written movies that made money sure i will call them and say here's a movie it's called the mummy make me money with mummy <laughs> and they're like we don't want to but we do like money so we will we'll write it <sighs> sure i guess and they did they, they did it. yeah we they, they did eventually
1: write it we have it it's there yeah
0: no one wanted to be there no I don't think a single person who worked on the movie was excited to be there. Um, there was one grip. Uh, there was one grip. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, I love my job.
1: Uh, <laughs> Buoyed the entire the entire production. Even Crafty was like,
0: fuck, fuck this. this fucking movie. No, we're just
1: th- you you got, are getting you got iceberg some, lettuce. You That's got it. saltines and craft singles. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> fuck
0: this movie. Um, Hey, let's go. Let's, Let's go, go home. Let's go Let's home.
1: Go. Uh, all right. Yeah, I wish we can go home. Let's, yeah. I
0: think we've said all that we need to say for part one at this point. I don't want to talk about how bad this movie is anymore. It's bad. There are a lot of The Mummies 4, in fact, that I watched. Yes. If you're going to watch three mummies, skip this one.
1: Yes. If you had to pick three out of the four, then it's it's it's, Fraser, it's Karloff, it's Lee.
0: Yeah, in that order. And if you need to watch a fourth The Mummy, if you really had to. There's got to be an episode of Scooby-Doo you can watch instead. (laughs) Right. Or watch Abbott and Costello meet The Mummy.
1: You know what? There it is. Yeah. No, I would definitely, I would happily watch Abbott and Costello over this. Hey, Joe, where can people find us if they want to? To- hey, if if you want to find us in places on the social medias, you can definitely do that all over the place. We're on Facebook at Derousal Podcast, at Instagram at Derazzled underscore podcast, at t- on Twitter at Derousal Pod, for now. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, and on TikTok at Derousal Podcast, uh, if you want to... Uh, send in a, uh, a suggestion for something we should cover or some merch that we should sell on our Redbubble store at Derazzled Merch, uh, then you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and of course, uh, like we said, if you want to uh, rate and review or subscribe or whatever you do, we are fucking everywhere. So please, uh, please do that to help people find us even more. Because uh, we just recently, as I mentioned uh, in the at the beginning of the Deleted Scenes episode, we just recently crossed five thousand overall plays. Yeah, we did. Which fucking rules? Gotcha. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you you guys never cease to razzle dazzle us uh, and. We, you know, it's so hot. God, Mm. (laughs) no, it's we, we, we love you. We appreciate it. And uh, we will be back. uh, We will be back next week to continue with this horse shit. And as always, we will dazzle dazzle -dazzle you.